Capital One is a proud partner of the World and Fellows Program, which provides opportunities to aspiring sports journalists from historically Black colleges and universities to produce content, including this podcast throughout the year. Capital One supports this program a part of their large commitment to the advancement of HBCU students. Welcome to the Roden Fellows Podcast. I'm your host, Calvin Sykes, a Roden Fellow and a graduate student at Florida Name University. Today's episode will be, be produced by Kiana Robinson Cherry, a Roden Fellow and a student at Hampton University. Hi, everybody. Every spring, 68 college basketball programs are invited to the biggest party of the year. We see programs such as Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, and Memphis always perform on the national stage. While it's great to see big programs, HBCU programs such as Jackson State University women's basketball team almost put an upset against LSU. The Cinderella teams garner the most attention. Most years they come from absolutely nowhere. Like Cinderella teams, HBCU players are just hoping to get the national attention to pursue their dreams on the national stage. As the NCAA gears up for the Final Four, CBS Sports has announced it will broadcast the first ever HBCU All-Star Basketball game. The game will be played during the weekend of the Final Four at You Know Lakefront Arena in New Orleans and broadcast on CBS on Sunday for 30 at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. The HBCU All-Star Game will feature 24 of the best HBCU student-athletes from the MEAC, SWAC, SIAA, and the CIAC Conference, plus Tennessee State, North Carolina a and and Hampton. So who better to speak about this exciting event than the organizers? Today, I am joined by CEO of SVE firm, April Taylor. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Calvin. And the CEO of HBCU All-Star, LLC, Travis Williams. Hello, everyone. Thank you. So it was great to have you. So I know both of you have experience in college athletics. So where did this kind of idea about the game come about? Well, I'll take you back to 2019. It's, it's certainly a, it's a God-driven vision, you know, um, just my background. I'm a former head men's basketball coach at two prestigious universities, Tennessee State University and Fort Valley State University. And so with over 17 years of coaching collegiate, you know, so I got a chance to experience both sides, the HBCU side and the PWI side. And so, you know, this was a vision that God placed in my heart and my spirits in 2019 and said, hey, this is what you're going to do. We have an unbelievable platform. And so I was able to launch HBCU All-Stars. And my company is based out of Atlanta, Georgia. And we're all about educating, empowering, motivating, and mentoring our HBCU student athletes and provide national exposure, not only to our HBCUs, to our student athletes, to our brilliant coaches. And so it's both a personal and a professional journey because I've been on both sides. And so this is certainly a great opportunity. So it's three years in the making. Um, so what were some of the challenges that you faced to get this event off the ground? I think uh, there's a challenge that all of us faced. We faced a COVID-19 pandemic. And so we were scheduled to do it in 2020 at Morehouse College. And so during that time, as you and I know, the world kind of shut and kind of shut down. And so that just kind of shut everything down at that particular moment. And so um, everything started opening back up in 2021. And so with the 2021 Final Four in Indianapolis, uh, things started opening back up, but it was with a lot of restrictions. And so in order for us to really do it the way we need to do it at the level, especially uh, with our CBS television partners, we decided to focus on the inaugural one, which we're getting ready to experience in about a week 
or so here in New Orleans. So you can't start an HBCU All-Star game at a better moment in a time of our history, especially here in New York and New Orleans. So we're excited about that. And so that's where we are. We're here on this, this call to really talk about the historical significance of this HBCU All-Star game. I know we talk about moments. This is a movement. And so it was, it was the blessing that God placed this in my spirit prior to the George Floors, before the Breonna Taylors, before all this big emphasis on our HBCUs. And so with our great CBS television sports partners, we have an ability to do something that's never been done during Final Four weekend is have the first ever HBCU All-Star game showcasing the best in black college basketball on the biggest stage. And so we're certainly excited about that. We have 24, as you mentioned earlier, of the best players in black college basketball that are getting ready to come here next week and really truly excited for this opportunity. So we're excited. April Taylor has been with me since day one. And so I don't make a decision with my CEO in what not in my ear. So I'm certainly have her uh, proud to have. I've been knowing her a long time. And so her firm, the SVE SV firm, is certainly taking it by the horn and really pushing our initiatives, not only on the basketball court, in the community here. And you, we'll talk more to that. But we're truly, truly excited for the city of New Orleans to welcome us with open arms. Mm. Yeah, and so I, you and I just want to say, you know, Coach, this is such a project of a labor of love. And, and coach is so passionate about um, basketball sport that, you know, he knows very, very well as a player and a, as a coach and to be able to everything that he stands for. That's what this project is about. So it's just not a game. So earlier when you asked us about, you know, what were some of the challenges? It just wasn't the time. Our culture is so multifaceted to be able to have it in New Orleans, to be able to make the impact that we're going to see. And I'm really starting, the coach is already in New Orleans, but come Monday, we're taking over the city. <laughs> so everyone's talking about the HBC All-Star Game. And we've got some a great slate of events um, that are going on that are really community-driven, right, with the basketball game being the grand finale. Well, I want to pause the conversation there and kind of tap bit off what you said. So tell people what else is going on that you're involved in within the city that outside of the game that you guys are actually putting on for the city of New Orleans. And April, I'll let you tag team with this. This, this is important, you know, HBCU All-Stars, we're, we're here in New Orleans and it's about more than just the game. It's about what goes on in our community. And so it's important. It's, it's during Final Four weekend, you know, with everything that's going on in the city. It's important with HBCU All-Stars and our community outreach initiatives is to support black tourism dollars. It's to support our black and brown businesses here in the community. And so we're putting a big push, a big effort, a lot of things that we're doing um, from our college admissions fair, at the prestigious Dillard University. We have over, we have at least 30, to, I think it, we might be at 35, HBCUs across the country that have committed to attend the first ever college admissions fair during Final Four weekend. You know, we have a project at Kingsley House. And so I, I take this project both personally and professionally. So, I, And so we, it's an unbelievable opportunity where we can really pour back into our youth, our teenagers, our babies, 
and our senior citizens. So we're excited about this community outreach project where they're pointing to us and at the same time we're pointing to them. And then we have our CBS television partners where they're coming in and really making a big push by some of the things that we're doing. A legacy court uh, dedication that's going in here in, in New Orleans East at Livingston Collegiate Academy that we want to jumpstart the community push, the outreach so our children can have a safe space to go play basketball. So we have a legacy court dedication and I'll let April take it over from here and really share the excitement from our social justice, our award. So April, you take it from here. <laughs> so so it, it, it is it's filled with community, really giving back to the city of New Orleans, but it's also filled with an opportunity to have a really good time, an opportunity to network, an opportunity to fellowship with those in New Orleans and do it in an impactful and intentional way. And everything that this project stands for is about being intentional and impactful. So we're opening up with our welcome reception on Thursday in New Orleans at the Hilton. Um, it's going to be so much going on in that space. It also is the host space for the NABC convention where all the coaches and everybody comes to New Orleans um, for the basketball games. But we're going to add a twist to that where we're going to welcome the All-Stars. We're going to give out some awards and we're going to talk about social justice, right? We've got some really great speakers um, lined up who are really advocates and really leaders in the space of social justice, right? And to talk about how that impacts our lives, how it impacts those, how it impacts the space of sport, right? That we're, that we're actually in. So it's a great conversation. It's happening at a great time, um, at a great opportunity for those in the community that want to come be a part of, come out and join us and enjoy a great evening of welcoming us to New Orleans and talking about social justice. Then we pivot, you know, really to the game because Coach talked about the other events. Prior to the game is a huge fan fest. We got St. Augustine Band, which anyone that's in New Orleans knows about the renowned band. They're going to be out there. We're going to, you know, really give respect to the culture and invite all the Greek sororities and fraternities to come out and, and, and just showcase what it means to go to an HBCU, right? And just those things that really drive um, the excitement leading up to the game. And we'll have activations out there. And then we'll go right into the game. And the game from the time we start is amazing because we're now having a pregame show that's going to air live, which again, games never happened before. Now it's the first ever pregame that's going to be live in arena. So that starts at 2.30. So that'll be a great opportunity for people to be on TV, right? So get your tickets, get there, be in the building. We really are going to set it off in, in great fashion. Then we lead into, and Coach, you can help me a little bit with the pregame talent as it relates to those that will be singing taking us into the start of the game. Yeah, we have the, the famed Dilla University Choir and, and that's doing our, you know, uh, Black National Anthem. And then we have the Hamiltons that are doing the National Anthem for us, a, a Grammy Award, you know, nominated uh, group that's coming in doing our National Anthem. So we're excited about that. Folks, to be honest, folks want to be involved in this. And it's important for our culture to support our initiative. This is for us. So we have to make sure that we're supporting for our event. And But I want to make sure I say this point before I move into a, a few other important um, experiences that we have for our HBCU All-Stars. HBCU All-Stars is not on the island of all. We want to make sure this point, we're not over here on the other side of town just doing all about HBCU All-Stars. It's important for us and our culture and our black college basketball. Our HBCU student athletes are part of the NCAA governing body. 
So with that being said, the NC has extended uh, their support for us. We are going to take our guys to the Final Four championship games. We're going to be recognized during the championship game. So I want to thank our NCA partners for allowing us to do that. That is, that is a huge opportunity during the Final Four championship game to acknowledge our HBCU All-Stars and what it means during this weekend. I think that's important. So I want to personally think, personally and professionally think about NCA Spark. Just like April talked about the, the Hilton uh, Riverside Hotel. That's a part of the NABC. So they're allowing us to use this sacred space to do this. And so we want to make sure this is really important that we have the support from our NB, NABC and our NCA colleagues. And so that is important. So we are part of what goes on during the final. So we want to make sure that point is very and that's important for our culture, important for these student athletes and before for this whole embracing of this historic moment here in New Orleans. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention this. The first ever HBCU All-Stars Pro Day Combine. Game changing. So we've have extended an invitation to all our NBA G Leagues and international colleagues to come watch these guys in their sacred space. A lot of these guys don't get invited to the Chicago draft camp. So we've created this opportunity in platform form prior to the HBCU All-Star Game. And so this HBCU Pro Day Combine will be on Friday, uh, April the 1st from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. And it's private. So so I'm just because it's their sacred space. It's not open to the public. This is an opportunity for them and our NBA. We have some of the best NBA trainers and scouts that know what these general managers and these teams are looking for and to really pour into them. So we're excited about that. So that's a game changer. They're excited. Not only that, you know, there's some opportunities where it's career transition. You know, me being a former HBCU coach, we know a lot of these guys. We, we, we want to provide them these opportunities. But at the same time, we know all they're not all going to make the NBA all this stuff. But we want to get them thinking. So Reveal Suits. We'll provide a black-owned suit company, custom suits, provide all 24 of these HBCU All-Stars and their coaches custom-made suits. Unbelievable, game-changing for them. So these are some of the initiatives that we are really pushing for. Financial literacy, where we'll provide being able to find financial literacy. At the same time, our student-athletes are empowering others. So these are some of the initiatives that we're helping them transition from their collegiate careers to their professional careers. All these HBCU All-Stars have exhausted all their NCAA eligibility. They're excited. On my drive to New Orleans yesterday, I talked to all of them. So this is a moment of history that we must support. Well, I'm, I'm just in awe over all the things you have planned. Um, but where did this list come from to pick the coaches and the players? <laughs> hey, listen here, man. It's it's It's... I don't know if you got a chance. When you get a chance, go to all our social media, our HBCU All-Star Game, HBCU All-Stars LLC, HBCU All-Star Game Experience. It'll take you back to the past three and a half, four months where we were able to do a watch list and feature the top 60 players in our black college basketball. We did a player and team of the week where we recognize these individuals every week. And it came from a place where we have a HBCU All-Stars national scouting staff. You know, the, the my HBCU All-Stars Director of Scouting and Recruitment is none other than the legendary Cy Alexander. So you get opportunity. He's one of the most respected HBCU coaches in our game, most respected coaches across the game. 
in the community. So he leads all of our scouting and evaluation efforts. We got a national scouting staff with over 200 years of experience. Guys have been around, former HBCU head coaches, former college coaches, associate head coaches. And so we meet, we met throughout the year every Sunday night. We call it our war room. You know, there's no yes, sir, no, sir. It's just like your opinion, your credibility, it matters. And so when you get an opportunity to go back there, you can see how it just really manifested itself for the past three and a half months, uh, putting it all together. And so at the end, you know, we got to a point where we we fought and came to the decision along with our some of our NBA colleagues that, that gave us some insight. Definitely our coaching colleagues gave us some insight. But the reality of this is that out of respect for our respected MEAC, SWAC, CIW, and SIAC, they kind of led the way because we allowed them to get through their conference honors and recognition, and we kind of let them set the tone. If any of those individuals made first team, second team, all conference, they were selected. If they were nominated player of the year of their respective leagues, they were selected. And so kind of played out itself. And so when we got to the end, as our coaching staff, we kind of just went from our list. So that's how all this came into play. So it was a hard process, man, because all those kids on the top 60 deserve. That's why they won there. But at the end, we, we felt we got it right from talking to all the HBCU All-Stars. They're talking amongst themselves that everybody on this team very deserving and excited to get here next Wednesday for this, for this to get started. So, April, why did you feel it was important to have HPCU interns uh, along this process with you, um, interning for your firm? Um, I think everything that we do from the beginning, there's going to be consistent themes. And the theme is, how do we be intentional? And when Coach did this, we've always had interns a part of this since we were in Atlanta. Um, what, what my company doing is doing is facilitating Coach's vision. But make no mistake about it, HPCU All-Stars event was going to always have interns. And we're going to have interns and give them the experience the same way we're trying to make it enriching for the players. That's how we want it to feel for the student, for the, for the college student athletes, for the interns. Right. Because me and coach are both former coaches. So we 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 love young people. Right. We love developing them. Um, and oftentimes through this process and the young people that we've been able to engage with, you know, coach, I don't know about you, but I see them as student athletes. Right. I see I see them as this opportunity for us to now, while we're not developing them on the court, we're developing them for life. And so we're allowing these interns to get real live hands on experience. Oftentimes, many students, um, especially our, our black and brown students, it's hard to get into these spaces. It's hard to get next to a CBS. It's hard to get, you know, to an all star game, period. Right. They're going to get the opportunity to see firsthand tangible like how they see their self in the future they're going to work alongside everyone that's working alongside with us they're going to work alongside a coach beside me all of our partners we're giving them full access and exposure that you probably only see on tv shows right it's, it's the real thing we're having um we had overwhelming numbers we had to turn some people away right just to make sure that we can make it meaningful and impactful and, and, and even really intimate with the people that we um, hand selected that's going to be part of this event. And some people are even coming early 
and helping us with some of the ancillary events as well. So it sounds like a great experience overall from all the stakeholders involved with this. Um, so I want to give you and both of you guys a chance to give any final thoughts that you want to share with our listeners about this amazing opportunity coming up. April, you can go ahead. I'll close it out. The biggest takeaway that I want everyone to, to know is like we're being inclusive and we want everyone to be a part of this historic event that, that we have the, the, the God blessing wisdom and vision that coaches put together. But we're sharing with everybody, everyone that you're going to see when you come to this game, everyone is being a part of this. We're sharing coaches vision and history with the world. So come out, be a part of it. You know, there's something for everybody. There's events all throughout the week. Um, find where you fit in. Come out to the game. You know, get an opportunity to show the world what it is like to attend an HBCU basketball game. Thank you for sharing, April. And, and, and it's important to understand the history of our HBCUs. As I mentioned earlier, I've experienced as a former HBCU coach and to see the difference between the have and the have nots. But that never distracted our HBCUs for being what, what, what the reason our HBCUs were founded, for providing an unbelievable opportunity, education opportunities for our black and brown students. You know, and so I always, a number one reason and a big part of this is to change the trajectory of our HBCUs and hopefully level the playing field in our black college basketball. We don't get the shine, we don't get the exposure. So with it being college basketball biggest, biggest weekend during Final Four weekend, it's important that we come out and support one of our own. It's important that not only that, as April mentioned, we are inclusive. We're not on the island of our own here in New Orleans. We have the support of our NCA and NABC colleagues, as well as our NBA colleagues. And so it's important for us to make sure that when 122 million homes with CBS television network, when those folks turn on no television that they can't make it here in New Orleans, is to really help us celebrate our black culture, black excellence, black history. You know, it's important for us to really let folks know that we have some talented student athletes and some brilliant coaches in our HBCU communities. It's important to shine a light on our HBCUs because we've graduated doctors, lawyers. My wife is a graduate of Bennett, you know, so I, I get it. You know, I coached at HBCUs. It's important that, hey, we're not second class to no other institution across the country. So when our student athletes come here next week, they're gonna have the same experience as these final four teams or higher. And they're gonna walk around with their head just the same and it's sharing excitement because we know how important it is to all of us. So if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, support us, go to our social media, go to hbcuallstargame.com, purchase tickets. If you cannot make it, purchase a ticket for a young, folk in this, or a young person in this community here. If you cannot make it, help support our scholarship initiative. Because it's not about HBCU All-Stars, it's not about Travis Williams, it's not about April Taylor. It's about what we can do for our community, our culture. That is important. That's the number one reason why HBCU All-Stars was launched three years ago. That's the number one reason that God said, you're gonna do this. So I'm, I, 
you know, for me as a black man in this position and have an unbelievable uh, support at the, at the house with my wife to tell her, hey, this is what I'm doing. And for a black woman to support this initiative, my wife, Kaya Williams, to say, do what you have to do. So now from a dream and turning a dream into a reality and making it possible for our community, we got to support it. And so that's why it's important for all our corporate sponsors that are coming on, just like you mentioned, Capital One supporting this initiative that you're doing. Capital One is on board with this HBC. So what a great tie in. That's destiny that this was tied into this. And so we're excited, you know, for what this is about. It's not a moment. It's a movement. Anytime you can get all of our social justice and civil rights leaders want to be here and attend this game for a moment, it sends a loud and clear message around the world what this game means to a lot of folks. So I want to thank you for giving us this platform, giving us this time, and supporting our mission. Because when it's all said and done, it is a God-driven vision. Thank you. Well, thank you to April and Travis for sharing their experience with us. That's all for today's episode. To our audience, thank you for listening once again. Thank you to Parker Owens and the ESPN Digital Audio team for its continued support of the podcast. Get all the Rolling Federal podcasts by subscribing to Anscape on the Listen tab of the ESPN app.